could could go really well, could go poorly. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Good good evening, morning, afternoon. What's up? I feel like we haven't been here in forever, Liam. Um, ages. Ages, decades. eons, decades, ago. centuries, millennia. I like millennia. This is Tuck Rule Takes. I am Mike Sullivan. With me, you heard him. You see him. Liam McDade. Liam looking like he just came from the beach, tanned oh. as, as all hell. Liam, what's going on? What's up? Oh, feeling nice and crispy. Ready to talk draft. Draft day tomorrow. Ready to uh, to see how Bill, you know, gets our hopes up, gets us jazzed up, and then gives us an average or a letdown pick. Crushes it, and then and then just crushes the dreams. Um, yeah. for just just kind of a little little housekeeping stuff. I'm happy. I'm happy to be back. Feels like feels Those? like it, we took like months off. It's really only been a week. I think that's that's kind of what it was, but it yeah, just I I right right back at home again. Like I just back to the regularly scheduled programming. Love it, love it. I I got excited. I was sitting here. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do. I go to log in. I'm all amped up. I gotta update Zoom. So that was that was an issue. Yeah, Normally, vice versa. I'm waiting on you to update your Zoom. I know. Zoom Zoom bit me in the ass. I'm sure I'll need it next week. So yeah, yeah. Spoke spoke too soon. Don't worry. It'll karma. It'll come back around to you. But That's um. But yeah, as we are recording right now, it is Wednesday night. The draft is obviously Thursday. So when you listen to this, it will be at least draft day. The draft may have already happened by the time you listen. And a lot of the stuff we say, we might sound silly or or we will sound like oracles who, yep. who knew what was going on. So to where um, I'm leaning more towards. That, that's what I'm hoping towards. I don't. I don't think that's what it's going to be. Though. <laughs> um, but now it's not going to be quite like a like a straight mock draft or anything. But it will be. We definitely will be going through all the picks. Patriots right now have nine picks, I believe, seven, eight, nine. Um, so definitely some picks there. Things might happen if we think they're going to trade picks, whatever. Whoever we think, hope they'll pick. We'll go from there. So we kind of, you know, we're not doing a mock draft with anybody else. So pretty much everybody's on the board. So it's really just who we think, who we hope they'll take, or at the very least, what position we hope, and then kind of throw out a name or something. Um, but first and foremost, the Patriots made a trade. A blockbuster, as Bill Belichick said. And I don't know if he was joking. He seemed pumped about it. He seemed pumped. So Patriots, Texans, um, they traded. They The Pats traded their fifth round pick, 170th overall, to the Texans. Texans traded the, this year's sixth round pick and this year's seventh round pick. So we gave up the 170th pick. We got the 183rd and the 245th pick. Uh, Liam, does this get your... Does this get your balls tingling? This uh it's the flag right up the pole, all the way up there and at the very top. I mean, I am amped blockbuster trade. What more could I ask for? We get more picks. I, I love so so right now. The Patriots have a pick in every every round because they already had a fifth round pick. So the one they traded away, they're fine. So they have the 21st overall pick, 54th overall pick, the 85th overall pick. The 27th overall pick, this was one, two, three, fourth round, all, all in order. 158th round pick. In the sixth round, they have the 183rd, 200th, and 210th round pick. I highly doubt they use oh my numbers. all those picks or if they use any of them. Then they got the seventh round pick, 245. So um, I, I doubt that they use all these picks. Um, I don't know. I like six round picks. I know Belichick loves six rounders. I believe a certain Julian Edelman was a sixth round pick, if I remember correctly. So, 
Um, you know, it's not like Belichick strikes out late in the draft. If anything, he strikes out earlier in the draft or if he's drafting a receiver. Um, oh yeah, that works, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Funny. how and, and just real, real quick before we get into the draft, any explanation, Liam, on why premium blocker Nikhil Harry is still on this fucking team? Any, I mean, any, some, some... any insight? I don't know. There, there's really no explanation I have besides some people just like to see the world burn, I guess. And uh, whoever is in charge of that, whether it's Bill, the higher ups, Kraft, somebody just loves to ensue chaos and sow seeds of depression and sadness. I just, I don't. Uh, there's like, absolutely no reason to keep him on the team for blocking. As a wide receiver for blocking, like come on, How, I feel like we're past it. We? I feel like we're past this now. Like I don't, yeah. and I know the rumor was like a month ago or a month and a half or just a while ago that teams were interested for some godforsaken reason. They were interested it was in Nikhil definitely Harry. A lie. It's a smokescreen. They're, they're trying to up his value. Everyone wants Nikhil. Yeah, I fucking bet. Up teams his value. Kicking from... down the door to get Nikhil. Yeah. Who caught the ball five times last year. Oh it's, no! Any team that gets him is the the equivalent of that that girl or guy it can be girl or guy who sees a girl or guy and says, "You know what? I can fix him, or I can fix mm-hmm. her. Yeah. I'm gonna be the one. I'm gonna be the one to fix him." No, guess what? You're fucking not. <laughs> he's, he's and then broken. you just end up like Johnny Depp. Exactly, exactly, man. But why? I it makes me uncomfortable that we're getting like a live stream of that courtroom. By the way, it, it makes me. I feel Imagine. like it's. I feel like it's something that like we shouldn't be seeing. Like I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Like it's something it, I can't relate to. But you're a married man. Imagine if your divorce, which you're not getting divorced, but imagine if you were. First of all, and then imagine if you were in court, divorce court for that broadcasted to the world. Everyone's yeah. just like, oh my god, look what, oh look at Mike's face. Text like thing voice recording like text that he because i think johnny depp was texting with paul bettany and he says something how he wanted to like light amber heard on fire see if she's a witch and stuff and that all sounds like jokey if you're talking to your friend but when it's brought up in court it's like so mr sullivan if if you turn to page eight here in the text you sent to mr bettany you said you wanted to light Miss Heard on fire and do that. Like, what did you mean by that? It's like, yeah. obviously, I'm not going to. Because they're up there reading it like a Elon Musk. They're like, you said, I yeah. want to light her on fire. She ruins my fucking life. And you just, yeah, just kind of look up and you're like, I didn't say it like that. I was smiling. <laughs> like, it was a joke. It was a joke. Was I serious? Yeah, but I'm not going to do it. Like, come on. Yeah, That's I what don't. Separates me that, from the psychopaths. It, yeah, see, did I do it? No, I'm not crazy. It just it <laughs> seems it just seems like something we shouldn't like be a part of. Like it's just so another in depth too. Like they figured out oh. what she ate before she shit on his bed. That's how in depth they went and got receipts from Taco Bell to be like, all right, she got the Chalupa Crunchwrap, <laughs> really laid wood onto his bed. It's like, Mr. Like Hurt, have you heinous. ever gotten the Crunchwrap before? No, you haven't. Okay, so it seems like you were getting it for a special occasion, huh? Interesting. Exhibit C, the shit. <laughs> like, I, I don't, they bring in like a little bag. Like a it's little in the bag shape of it. a taco. You're yeah, like, uh. like mm-hmm. explain <laughs> yeah. this. It appears you ate it whole. <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> just just one swallow, huh? Johnny Depp laughs in the back. Yep. <laughs> just one. <laughs> he was it. laughing when they brought it up. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, how serious do you take this? The the lawyer that Amber Heard has is the so the bad. worst, the worst lawyer I've ever. I, I'm 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 convinced. Me, you, together, we could do a better job than this. Than he this objected guy. his own question. How that was the funniest thing because everybody kind of was like, sir, and, and Johnny and I, and Depp started it, laughing again. He was chuckling. I think the judge was even the one who was like, uh, sir, so you asked the question. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was so ludicrous. The judge had never seen it before. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I it's getting to the point where it, and obviously well, we will talk about the Patriots, but I kind of like when we go off track because this is a Patriots podcast, but you got to get to know us as well. I it's to the point. I don't feel bad for Amber Heard. No, but God, I know kind of feel like this this lawyer is making me feel bad for her. i'm like god like she must have thought she had everything going and then she must be sitting there like this son of a bitch objected like, his own damn question yeah. he must have she's sat like, back down and who she was suggested like, this lawyer <laughs> she's just staring at him she's like you didn't like that one huh hmm, that's crazy you asked the question she was like oh <laughs> guess who's gonna find shit in their bed tonight huh you <laughs> Like, buy my second chalupa crunch wrap, oh bitch. Oh my god, I'm I'm gonna cut the tip of your finger off, which is another oh, wild fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very weird. Again, just seems like something that we that we shouldn't be involved in. What I wish we were getting a live stream of though, which actually I think you do, is the war room for the New England Patriots for the 2022 draft. I would love that. I would love if we could just constantly get a camera on Bill Belichick talking to everybody. Or or the dog. Remember the dog? Was it last year? So funny when it was just the dog. uh, Yeah, it must have been because it was at his house. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like the twenty or whatever. Bill Belichick, and it was just his dog sitting there. It was like that's that's. Bill took off at like round five and just left the dog to draft the players after auto draft. Auto draft. You know what, Bill Belichick? I have a gripe to pick with you, sir. You you strike me now, and I'm coming to this realization. You must be one of those auto auto draft people in the in in the fantasy football up. draft. Yeah, I bet he just I bet he, you know, goes one, two, three, four, five, six rounds. Then he's like, ah, I gotta go, I gotta go eat or actually plan for you know real football. Click auto draft. And now he's the one that makes the Everyone time to go the all the oh the auto draft people suck. It's like don't even just have some just figure figure it out because the time always goes to the end. We all know who you're picking. Like it's going to yep. be the next person in line, like piss, piss off, piss off. So, okay. So we have, um, we're going to do kind of a little, uh, kind of, like I said, a little mock draft type thing, a little, just have some fun with this, see what's going on. Um, I will kick it off with the first round, unless you have any objections, anything like that before you want to get into this. Yeah, I, I object to the question that I just had. Never mind. No, I'm good. No, I'm I didn't good. even plan that. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were being serious for a second. I was like, oh, oh, what do we got? And then, no. I no, object just, to my question. Oh, yeah. Objecting to it. Okay, let's see. I think 
I think you just so, want to see if he could. So before we pay, do you think I, I wanted to? Yeah, he probably just wanted to see, like, yo, know, I've never heard anybody object to their own their own question. Like, he's like, we're gonna lose anyway. Let's just fuck around. He was so excited about it. Too. He's like, he asked the question, waited like ten seconds. He's like, I object. I object. Leading the witness. They're like, you're leading the witness. Like, oh, sure, it's your witness. You're on the stand. <laughs> this is all you. You're, what is oh going on? God. It's obscene. <laughs> like, I still, Absolutely obscene. Too good. Anyway. I still I, I still just can't I still can't believe it. Um so with, with this first pick, I want to ask you, do you think in, in your heart of hearts, what do you think three three options? What because I've been going back and forth. I don't know what they're gonna do. I think one option is probably the least likely of the three, but do you think they stand pat and they make a pick at 21? Do you think they trade back or or up? I guess you could you could guess up. It doesn't seem like a draft where they'd want to do that. But or do you think they trade back to get a couple picks, or do you think they use this pick to trade for a player, maybe Debo, maybe someone like that? What do you what do you think they do with this pick before we give what we think they're going to do with the pick? Because I've been going back and forth really with all three of these things. You sandbagging son of a bitch. You threw a monkey <laughs> wrench into my operation. You old sailor, you. <laughs> you old sailor, you. Is she still in the house? I love <laughs> I love what so Incredible movie. Motorboat, but, son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> Were they built for speed or for comfort? But uh, friggin', oh my God. <laughs> Got him. Um, so, okay, anyways. friggin', I... Uh, before you you gave me the options there, my answer was clear. I mean, what do the Patriots do every draft? It's trade back. Why do we need a first-round pick? Why have we ever needed a first-round pick? You might as well just never give the Pats a first-round pick. Always have us trade back. Of course, the anomaly of all anomalies last year, we get Mac Jones, but that's just he happened to fall into our lap. So this year, I think he's obviously going to trade back. But when you mention the fact that we could trade that first round pick perhaps for a player. Mm -hmm. I know Debo Samuel is on the market. I know they're trying to get him out of there. If not him, maybe, maybe the asking price is too small for him. Just that first round pick. I know who would take this first round pick the giants for Kadarius Tony, who also wants out of that absolute dumpster fire of an organization for me to like a player from Florida they basically, they have to be Superman. They have to be able to solve world hunger, make ocean water drinkable, and be able to float and walk on water. Just unbelievable miracles. But I love Kadarius Tony. He's done yeah. all that and more. He's a yeah. big baller. Made me defy all logic. So either one of those guys, if you can trade this first round pick, which I don't even think is very necessary. I don't think we need very many defensive guys. If anything, we need some big time offensive weapons. And are we really going to get that this late in the first round? Probably not. I can't imagine so. Trade yeah. it. Trade for an already established guy like Debo or a huge high ceiling wide receiver like Tony, who can also return kicks, play special teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's 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 one of those things where it's like you, like you said, would you like them to go in there and? And, you know, trade, it's, it's like, I don't, you want them to get Debo, but I didn't even think of Tony. Um, yeah. Kadarius, love, great name, That's great football name. baller name. But I, 
I like to oh Debrickashaw Ferguson. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I how about Sauce Gardner, who's coming out of the yeah, draft this year? Awesome. Monster. Um, I awesome. I would like them to get Debo, but I just because you got to think if they're gonna try to get him, they they have to know that they have to pay him. And I know on Twitter, Pat's cap, I talk about him probably every other week. He he did a way where they could pay him and still be fine. All they do is just convert Judon's salary into a signing bonus, which I don't know why which they haven't he would done do that yet. Happily. Of course he would. The dude's out here still trying to still trying to bring people in. <laughs> to like, <get> everyone. <laughs> still still trying to bring people in. Like, I mean, got Stefan Gilmore signed with the Colts. He's still like, hey, you sure you don't want to come here? Like, are you, yeah. are you sure? Because <laughs> like dude, I put pen to paper. He's like, it doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Is there a grace period? There's got to be something. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I I lean towards them actually realistically. I see them using this pick. I've been going back and forth between trading it or using the pick. Um, I don't think that they're going to, that they're going to use this to get another player. I think if anything, they may use the second rounder or it, it might be in tandem with this. Maybe they trade back, use one of the second rounders to get someone use the pick, whatever. But I, I tend to think that they're going to use it because Belichick, even if it's just last year's draft kind of seems like he is, drafting a little differently than he used to without Tom Brady. You know, he's actually using the picks um, kind of starting to build a whole new team. And I think he knows that he does have to get a little bit younger um, specifically on defense needs a playmaker on offense, or be nice to have a playmaker on offense. I don't think the whole playmaker thing is such a generic label. That's yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Like, like I'm a a playmaker. He's just, you know, he's not, not a that's DK just Metcalf it. playmaker. That's just it. It just depends on who who it is. Like like I said, I, I'm a I'm a Bruins fan as well. For the longest time, it was oh yeah, they need a puck moving defenseman. Like they always need. There's always like a buzz phrase in yeah. Boston for what they need. Oh, like course. they need someone to take the top off the defense. Like I, I the get Celtics it. need a pass for his point guards. Like well, technically all point guards should pass. Yeah. So so all you're saying is they need a point guard. So all you're saying here is that the Patriots need a receiver. That's all it is. So, but in this first round, I do not think that they are going to draft a receiver. So I will start, like I said, um, now with, where is this? Okay. Here we go. Lay it on with, me. With the 21st pick <laughs> in the 2022 NFL draft, the New England Patriots will select Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. I'm going with this. And the I, crowd goes wild. The, the crowd will go bananas if this is it because this guy he kind of fit. He's undersized for, but a lot of the linebackers are this fast. Undersized for what they normally go for, but I think we've said it before. There, the Patriots are clearly shifting their philosophy when it comes to pretty much everything. It seems like so linebacking is one of the, one of the things they're shifting on. Um, I don't think that they're really going to stick with their measurables that they did before with like the Dante Hightower, like your certain people that are just a little bit bigger, a little bit, you know, more bulkier or more, yeah. you know, more of your run stopping type people. They want um, but yeah, Devin Lloyd, I mean, he can, he can do everything. Uh, he can, he can cover, he cover a little bit. He's not great, but he, he just seems like that what everybody's saying that it's going to be a hit. He's so good. I think you even said it on legends lingo yesterday when we recorded, go to couchguysports.com. 
Legends lingo. Check it out. Tech Rule Take Boys took over. Uh, stole the show per usual. Yep. That's um, even close. Uh, Liam had some blasphemous Celtics takes on there about Not about even. but yeah, Brooke Lopez, Grayson Allen, Lopez. Drew with a J. Uh, I, it, it is funny. Force, a world I'm leader. talking shit about these people, but I do. I I like all three of those people that I mentioned. You have to. They're going up against the so I basketball. Um, but yeah, I, I think Devin Lloyd seems like uh, a slam dunk here. Uh, there's there's another linebacker in the class that they want to take him. They can go corner if they want to. They could go receiver now. If you Devin Lloyd, I think they're going to take him if he's there. He's the one. He's going to be your Gerard Mayo, your Dante Hightower. That's going to anchor the linebacking core along with Ronnie fucking Perkins for the next. See, eight that's years. where I was wondering he fits in because I'm like, if you're drafting a linebacker, where's your boy? Well, because I think right now, you Ronnie Perkins is probably going to get eased in. Um, so I think it, by the end of this year, he'll be playing normal time, all that stuff. I think your, your linebacking core right now is going to be Jawan Bentley, Ronnie Perkins, and Devin Lloyd, assuming you draft one. And then you're going to have Squad. Uche as well. Uche is going to be coming in. Anthony Jennings yep. is there as too. Um, Been waiting for him. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he was hurt his first year, right? I think so. He's still... Kind of coming back, and they, you know, they can. They Belichick normally hits with linebackers. They got Mac Wilson as well, so you know he's around for a couple of years. Kind of a little veteran piece to go in there, but <clears throat> Devin Lloyd, I think. Um, now I want you to pick your guy, and then if you don't pick who I'm thinking, I have a follow up question as well. Well, your turn. I'm not going to be picking who you're picking because I am. All in, fully convinced there's no first round pick. Like, there's, I'm truly willing to put everything. Like, I'll put my kidney oh, on the line. Okay. I don't think there's a first round pick. I don't. I think, like I said on Legends of Lingo last night, kids up burping. Oh my God. <clears throat> like I said last night on Legends of Lingo, if they do take somebody, they'd probably pick uh, one of the best offensive linemen in the draft. I said Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa would probably be my, you know, number one. Kind of fits the Patriots' mold. Super stocky, great tackle build, a lot of potential. He's crushed it his whole college career. So why wouldn't you go with the definite success? And he's still young enough that. You know, he has a decent future ahead of him. It's, he's not a four-year starter, exactly. But um, I just – I'm so convinced there's no first-round pick. So he's like my afterthought, but I don't think there's a pick. So your guy that you're thinking of is spared. Okay. I like that. Do you – I and honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they – Like, I'll bet everything on it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they didn't pick in there. Now, so care for a friendly wager while we're at it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you What are you thinking? I feel like I'm gonna six, come out of a six end. pack, six pack of your choosing. On, uh, I don't think there's a first round pick. I think they trade it, whether they trade it for a player or something else. I just don't think they draft anyone in the first round. I assume you do. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I think they do. I don't whether they trade up, trade back, still in the first round. I think, yeah. I think they you still. Um, but they, yeah, of course. Come on. Okay, perfect. Think, we're in the 21st really- century. Yeah, but you live in Florida. I don't know. You've, I assume you, you all communicate yeah. down there with carrier pigeons, alligators, and smoke signals. So friggin', I think it was a logical question. But there we go. <laughs> with loser, Venmo's the winner. The amount of money it is for it. I'm going Blue Moon. So Blue Moon. Yeah, yeah. No, Blue Moon. Blue Moon is my favorite. My favorite beer. So I. Oh, perfect. So we'll probably go with, end up with the that. same six pack then. 
Um, now, do you think if if the Patriot, if one of these receivers, do you think there's any chance, assuming they pick in the first? Because I know you think they don't. Any chance the Patriots draft a receiver in the first round? If if one of these guys like Williams or uh, I don't even I don't I don't know a kid from Ohio State. If you think any of yeah, them happen, yeah, which I don't I don't see him or um, Alabama. The what's his name Williams no. falling. Um, Williams. Yeah, but I, I know people are saying oh. Traylon Bur- or Trayon Burks too. Yeah, I, I would like that, but again, I just don't think he's going to fall there. Do you think there's any chance the pass after receiver in the first round, a la no. Nikhil it, Harry? It, what I'm I'll get to later in the draft when we're making our later picks is there are so many capable wide receivers late in this draft. It's a wildly deep skilled positions draft. So I think why would the Patriots waste a top pick when Bill already likes his late picks? And I'm sure he can look at guys like I'm looking at a couple on the list that I'll mention later that could basically do the same thing for less money. And he could cut them for no problem if they don't perform or meet his standards. If he takes, you know, not Jamison Williams, but like if you pick Chris Olave and it doesn't work out, like, you can't really cut him. You got an Akeels Harry situation going on where, look, he's still lingering around years after we took him and he sucks. If Nikhil Harry was a sixth round pick, a fifth round pick, he would have been cut two years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If he, if he, if he was anything other than a first round pick, yeah, he'd be gone. I, I think just the fact that he was in there. So he got picked. Like, I don't, I don't, I also think God, that burns just... Bill a little bit. I think he looks at that and goes, who fucking never again. That's probably, yeah. It's like picking probably. a running back in the first round now. You kind of really don't do both unless it's like a slam dunk, like Randy Moss, where he was like the third in the Heisman voting or Julio Jones, who was clearly unbelievable in college, unless they're a slam dunk, no doubt about it. Like perfect frame, unbelievable ball skills. You don't yeah. draft him in the first round. Yeah, unless it's like a no doubt this guy's gonna make it. I mean, otherwise, yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't see them. Doing is there it, too so. many like great wide receivers that are late round picks? That, that's the thing. Like you can, you can find. I feel like you can find receivers now because it's all about the system too. Who goes in there? I don't know. It's there. There are very few home run, surefire wide receivers left that to ever come out of the draft each year. And I think those will be gone by the time it gets to the pass. I don't see the pats moving up. So that's it. So I got Devin Lloyd. Um, You don't have them picking at all in the first round. Um, Both things could happen. They could also just go offensive lineman. Like you said, in the first round and people might be upset with that. I would love that too. I said, I I think I said it today. um, Just probably just talking to myself. Very few things the pats could do in this first round that I would be upset with. Yeah, we we Um, have a a good four or five needs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think, and I think those needs majority are on defense. Kind of. Yeah, I think the majority are on offense. So we're on different sides here. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, Okay, second round, sir. This is this is you. Boy, all righty. What number pick do the Patriots have in the second round? The New England Patriots. I believe it was the fifty-fourth. Let me just make sure. With I, the, know, I know, I know, I heard. It. Yep, fifty fourth. Yep, fifty with the fifty fourth pick in the two thousand twenty two NFL draft, the New England Patriots select 
Bo Rutgers from or uh, Bo Melton from Rutgers. I talked oh, okay. about this yesterday on the Legends of Lingo podcast. Bill, I don't know what his affiliation or just absolute love for Rutgers, where that comes from, why New Jersey, <clears throat> the worst state in the union, but he loves it and they have great talent. So I guess I can't fault them there. Versatile unbelievable player chose to go to a small school because both his parents were athletes at Rutgers. He was a four-star recruit and could have went basically anywhere, had a full ride to Oregon, passed that up. He just wanted to be a legacy. So this guy proves to me, he doesn't care about the big names. He doesn't want to go to the, the defending champ chiefs or to go to the, any of these big teams. He doesn't want to go to the box. He doesn't want to go to a contender. He wants to build something with a team that hasn't had success recently And that's what I like. I think he's a perfect fit with the Patriots. Dude clearly wants to win, wants to build his own thing. Rutgers really wasn't good when they had him either. So it's a shame he didn't, you know, meet his potential because he didn't go to a great school. But that's why he's probably going to be a second, third round pick. And uh, I I love the fit. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I think that would be one that would probably – probably not upset Patriots fans, but I think they would be a little, a little shocked by it. Yeah, they, they'd be weirded out, but we took a Kyle Duggar from Lenore Ryan. So like they shouldn't be surprised at anything at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I could, I could, um, I, I would be happy with that. Wouldn't hate it at all. I do think they take a receiver at some point here. Um, so who knows, who knows, but Okay. So you think receiver, I, I hate, I hate this. Actually, no, you know what? I'm, I'm holding off this one till next one. Okay. So with the 54th pick in the 2022 NFL draft, I think the Patriots, New England Patriots take Michigan defensive back Daxton Hill. Beast. Absolute beast. He may not even make it to the second round. People might reach, yep. try to take him in the first round. Now, this guy right now, he is a safety. He's a nickel corner. He's kind of, he, he's, he's really just an athlete in the secondary. Yep. This guy, he screams Patriot to me. He screams someone kind of like Devin McCourty, where he can maybe yep. either start corner, go to safety, or even vice versa, kind of start. Well, Bill smells that. He's like, nickel corner, safety. Yeah. Maybe he can return punts. Was it? Let me see. Let me see. Can he? Did he did he return any punts? I don't I don't I don't know if he even did, but he's I know he's got the closing speed. I'm sure he could. He does. Hell, yeah, he could no, he's, he's quick. Oh God, don't even. No, you don't, know you know gunners. He, his gunners. Yeah, no, he's he's a big fan of that. So okay, I don't. Yeah, I don't see anything there, but I don't think. So. I, I don't think believe he did, anything. but I I just think he has the capability. Yeah, yeah, but see, I think I think if they don't go corner in the first round. I think they go corner in the second round. I think this is going to be. They have to address it in the higher round. They have to. I mean, I, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not necessarily worried when these the Patriots corners go out there now. You know, Malcolm Butler. Um, I mean, God, it's just Malcolm Butler. Uh, Jalen yeah. Mills, Jonathan Jones. That's kind of your top three if, there. Jalen Mills is, you know, healthy. If he, he's still nursing that leg injury, so we got to give him time. Got to give him time, but if I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that group, but I'm also not going to be like, that's the strength of our team, you know, but if they could draft someone, um, you know, whether, whether it is, um, I see first round, I think you brought it up on legends lingo. I was thinking too, 
Booth, Andrew Booth would be a good one yeah. too. Wouldn't hate that if he if he gets there, if he gets to the pass. From the prestigious Clemson. It's like drafting from Ohio State, Bama, any of those. Would love it. It's hard to miss. Would love it. Um, I brought up yesterday uh Kair Elam. That that's how you say it, yep. right? That's how you say yep. his last name. It, it's it, it's these people. I watch the videos. I don't listen to the sound. I just I don't hear any of their names. So if it's a difficult, yeah, I name, always mute that shit. I am just in banana land. Have no idea how to say it. But I do think that they address these these needs. So yeah, I think they go linebacker, corner, one, two there. Um, and actually, what I am going to say, I don't know who they do it with. I have a little bonus thing here. I think the Patriots they trade their fourth in a sixth round pick. I think they get back into the end of the second round and they draft John Mechie. You are really hung up on John Mechie. I, I am. And I know I, I full well understand that I have burned myself. I know that they are not going to do that. Now that's something I think they might do. Um, I am still going to pick in, you know, the fourth and sixth round too, just to kind of, you know, fill the, fill the picks there but I could easily see them trading up to get someone that they really want. And I know they met with Mechie. I'm hoping they want him just because I love the, the um, like the, the Tua and Waddle connection. I like Jamar chase and um, Joe Burrow. I like the college quarterback, college receiver connection. John yeah, Mechie seems to be the thing now. It does. I, I would like to see it now. Of course, I'm not saying that Mechie is as good as Jamar chase or Waddle. That's not what I'm saying, but I just like that combo. I would like to see it happen. Um, will it happen? Probably not because there's been way too much talk about it. So at this point, I bet Belichick's like, mm, they, they, they caught on to my scent. I got to throw him off. So I bet he doesn't even draft a receiver in the draft, but I would also like and to see there have been a them. ton of concerns that have popped up about him recently. Like they're saying that he's going to fall in draft boards and whatnot because he tore his ACL and his big thing yep. was explosive. Like Henry yep. Ruggs explosive. And now that he tore his ACL, it's scaring a lot of teams off. Well, I, I think him and Williams both tore either ACL or MCL or something, right? Both of them. Williams, I wasn't why, sure. I think that's why people were saying that Williams may potentially fall out of the top 10 and could, could fall. To the Patriots. Now, if he's available at 21, it'd be tough not to get him. Yeah, they're both (laughs) damn good. Like, I'm surprised if either one of them fall. Because, like, I think even with the torn ACL, that's really not a big deal anymore. This isn't 2001. It's not a career ender. No, I mean, I mean, what? what, We went over a couple weeks ago. Devontae Parker tore his ACL, what, 10 times? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) And he's still still kicking. Yeah, yeah, he tears it once a year. I think that's, like, the, the average for him. So ever since Adrian Peterson tore his ACL came back the, like the very next year, it was like, he only missed like five weeks and then came, came back, back better. That was shredded wild. Tore up the league, wild. one MVP, nine yards short of the record. Awkward. I, I, um, I, I am a big fan of Mechie. I could see them trading back up into the second to, to get him. If they don't, I want them to draft him in the third round. I am not going to pick him as my third round pick though. So. Yeah. Do not no, worry. Um, okay. 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 Let's see here. Let's see. So third pick or third round 85th nice. pick overall. I think the Patriots draft. What do they, where do they go? Okay. So if they're not going, 
if they're not going receiver here, I think that they go offense though, but it's not going to be like an offensive weapon or anything like that at all. I think they go offensive tackle Nicholas Petit Frere. It's like a French name. Is that, yeah. I, I feel like I nailed uh, that name. I don't, I don't speak French, but it makes sense to me. I feel like I nailed it. I feel like I nailed it. So like, I think you mentioned this, I keep forgetting. It wasn't, it was on legends lingo, but the Patriots don't really have, um, like any offensive lineman lined up or locked up for a long time, you know, they have for yeah. the next couple of years, but I think this could be the guy who you kind of slot in there and then build around. He's going to be your next, you know, I, I, I don't want to say David Andrews cause that's the center. I don't want to say Shaq Mason, but, or someone along those lines where, you know, you keep him for four five, six years and then kind of get rid of them. Um, but he can, he, he doesn't just play offensive tackle. He can move wherever he wants as well. He does have some of the versatility. So, I mean, as we know, Bill loves versatility. So I yes, do think does. that they go, they address the offensive tackle here. I think if he is available, they go there. I was thinking I was going to take a chance and maybe go running back, but then I kind of went against it. Running back, um, running back. And then obviously, as you know, I want them to take Mechie at some point. If he's here, please take him. Um, but yeah, I could see them go offensive linemen. look good. Fill fill that hole and um, yeah, I feel I feel confident about that. Feel confident about it. I like it. I like it. Hey, we desperately need offensive linemen, right? And I got one coming down the pipe, but it's not my third round pick. My third round pick is Kyler Gordon, the cornerback from Washington. Right now, he's projected to be a second round pick, but there are chances he slides. I end up thinking that this dude doesn't get picked in the second round. It's a, there are a lot of corners that would be going ahead of him. We mentioned two of them. This guy screams athletic nightmare, nightmare of a human being when it comes to coverage, like can jump out of the gym. He's got everything that you need. And he contributes on special teams before he was a starter contributed on special teams, ended up breaking out, got the starting role, never stopped playing special teams. Bill eats that shit up. Some say he is the best player to go in the second round, but I, for some reason, I, I don't think he gets picked there. I think that's just smoke screen to try and get people to take him. That sounds like something that's put out by his camp, not what draft scouts are thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that see, that's the thing with the draft. You never know who's going to fall, who's going to be there, who's going to be, you know, just around. Who would have thought Mac Jones falls to the mid teens for us? No, no, never, never. I don't think anybody would have, anybody would have thought that. So it's like, I don't... like the Paul Rudd meme. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. thought we'd be here? Huh? <laughs> Not me. Um, <laughs> all right. So that's good. So fourth, fourth round. This is you, sir. What number see. is this? Fourth round pick number 127. Ooh, 127. All right. <laughs> With the 100. What was it? 27? 127. 127. <laughs> I almost said 47th. That doesn't make sense. With the 127th overall pick in the 2022 draft, the New England Patriots are taking, and I actually think they really, really take this guy. I truly believe this guy's going to be a Patriot, which is a hot take for the draft because there's 32 other te- or 31 other teams. 
Max Mitchell from the Raging Cajun University, Louisiana Lafayette. I think that this dude just screams Patriot. Raw prospect has little to no technique. He's going to fall. That's the reason why he's a third-round pick, maybe even a fourth-round pick. Uh, when you get this guy in-house and he learns from the man, the myth, the legend, Trent Brown, Trent passes down some of those techniques to him, shows him how to do it. Maybe Max will end up getting a couple frisky tattoos, much like Trent Brown does. There's a huge potential here. Incredible frame on this dude. It's 6'6", 310 pounds. He just needs the right system. And has there ever been a more right system than the Patriots, especially for offensive linemen? Just mm-hmm. get this dude in here. He'll be our next Matt Light in three years or so unlike your pick with the tackle the french guy i don't think this guy is just a couple year rental this dude is somebody you groom for a while and keep him in house when trent brown eventually moves on to a shittier team or the great football in the sky this guy takes his this guy takes his place i love him we grew him he's much like an isaiah win to me where we just keep him around for fucking ever and I think he's going to be better, significantly better than Isaiah Wynn. Okay. I can't stop burping today. Oh, my God. Significantly better than Isaiah Wynn. I, I'm a fan of Isaiah Wynn, so that would be that'd be interesting. Yep, I know. Be very Good talk. All right. Let me see here. So we're going fourth round, pick 127. So I think Patriots are going to go back to defense here. I know we have Christian Barmore. I know that the defensive line is fine right now, but I do think that Bill loves to kind of stockpile that because you never know. Barmore is coming back from an injury. Still an unknown thing. You don't know exactly how he's going to go with. Also, I love this kid's name. Um, Defensive tackle from Alabama, Fedarian Mathis. Fedarian Mathis. Yeah. That's yeah. a so, name that strikes fear in people. That is. And the fact that he's from Alabama kind of yep. honed Definitely me does. right in there on it. Um, but yeah, 53 tackles, nine sacks, forced fumble last year. Um, he plays inside. He's quick. He's athletic. Um, the, the thing that struck me that made me kind of perk up a little bit more to him, good intangibles as a leader, worker, and teammate. Mathis could be a sleeper steal for some teams eyeing him, um, especially if he falls. That's another buzzword, intangibles. Intangibles, intangibles. Alabama, um, sleeper steal, leader, worker, teammate, Nick Saban. I I don't know how many more buzzwords I have to throw at you to make you I can see the conversation now. Bill picks up the phone. Nick, how is he? He's good. Draft him. Cool. Thank you. Let's go. Let's do it. Yep. Yeah. No, so I think, and you want to know who I was going to go with here? Because Jake Bailey is, I believe, in what, the last year of his contract, I think? Yeah. I could see the Patriots taking a punter here in the fourth round. Easily, I could see that. That is the most Belichick thing in the world. Looking it up, just seeing who's even there. Matt Areza from San Diego State. I don't know him from a hole in the wall. Just keep that name in the back of your head. So when the Patriots pick him in the fourth round, Everybody's going to be like, oh, wow. Oh, wow, Mike. You were right. They picked a goddamn punter, which would be bananas. But I would. That, I would... that is the most asinine, acid 10, 
ass 11 whatever you want to call it that is the stupidest shit i've ever heard that is an unwritten rule of the nfl draft you never ever take a punter ever ever just undraft the guy that's fantasy that i'm pretty sure jake bailey was a what a fourth or fifth round pick if i remember correctly i think i'm pretty sure he was i'm pretty sure he was so okay so what are we at fifth round round? okay (laughs) let me let me take a little uh take a little sip of water here I can't believe we actually okay. drafted a punter. I'm embarrassed. No, no, no. I, I don't think that I don't. That's not who I picked. Not who I picked. Um, I, I, I'm just saying, keep that name. Keep that name out there. Um, this next guy has another cool name. Um, and no, I'm not just picking people for cool names. It just so happened that this fellow had works a cool out name. That way. Um, I do think the Patriots go back to offense. This room is fine right now on offense. You got Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris, James White, J.J. Taylor, all four of them, good. James White, though, kind of on his last leg. Damian Harris, final year in his contract. Patriots, what I think they do, with the, in the fifth round, with the 158th pick, I think they take Missouri, Missouri, why did I say Missouri? It's not what I say. Missouri running back, Tyler Batty. B-A-D-I-E. Love the last name. I could see, I can already Batty. see the jokes, the signs, yep. the tweets, Batty, all these. I can already Easy. see it. Um, he's 5'8", short, short little, uh, oh short, short little guy. Really short, shorter than me. The fact that I saw it says undersized change of pace back with a big heart and pass catching talent. I don't know why, <laughs> with, I don't know why. <laughs> Change of pace back with a big heart <laughs> came in here. Like, I don't know if he maybe is it like a medical thing? Does he have a big heart? Or like, I don't know why that's in his draft profile. Lose a like, family member and show a lot of emotion <laughs> or something. Like, is he just like, is he like Kevin Nash in the longest yard when people get tackled? He's like, I love you. I will pull through for you. Like, is he <laughs> catches a touchdown, know. just breaks out in tears? I can't. I'm just yeah. so happy to be here. Yeah, like that's it. I don't know. Let me let me read you his overview because he does sound like a patriot, though. So other than the big heart pass catching, despite a lack of desired size, Batty took on a monster workload and produced at a high level. He played in a run a run scheme heavily tilted to outside zone, best in space. Best in space. Patriots love getting someone like that. Uh, he's natural. He is a natural and confident in tight run lanes. He's a tough runner, but lacks short yardage, leg drive. So his role uh, as a pro could be fairly well-defined. He's a talented third bound, third down back. He could also take a spike in carries when needed to fill a gap. This is a guy I could see them drafting and kind of becoming big shoes to fill, not the next James White, but a similar role to that where, you know, he's smaller he can he can catch out of the backfield. He can run if you need him to. I don't know, maybe uh, Deion Lewis, maybe without the elusiveness. I don't know if that's kind of what you want to throw him in. But I could just see it. Tired. The Patriots, they always seem to take a running back, like when when we least expect it. So right now they have arguably the best running back tandem in the league. This is going to be the year they draft a running back. I could see, yeah. it. and it's in the and fifth reasonably, round. Reasonably, how much longer do we keep Damian Harris? There's going to be an opening at some point. I don't want him gone, but ever since you kind of like 
open because I, I was closing my eyes to it. I like him too much. But ever since you. Oh, by the way, this is episode 38, the Ramondre Stevenson episode. So uh-huh. wanted to get that out of there. Boom. Of course. Um, but just ever since you brought up the fact that it is the last year on his deal, how many running backs get second contracts with the Patriots after they get drafted? It 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 all makes sense. His, his value is the highest it'll be. So I feel like maybe he gets traded before the season tomorrow and draft day, or that's today. If you're listening to it today, um, maybe he gets traded mid season. I don't know, but I just think that Belichick is always turning the wheel in that room. I think he drafts Batty and I think Batty plays well. I think he is a nice little fit here. Milk him for talent for three or four years and he's gone. So fifth round pick running back. I like it. I'll take it. Fifth round pick running back. I'll take that all day. See, and this is why you're my Patriots life partner, because I also took a running back. Let's go. Let's go. This is, see, that we are like this. You motorboat yep. son of a bitch. Damn right. All righty. I took Hassan Haskins from Michigan. You know, yep. it's, yep. it's Michigan. Yep. We already know the Bell connection there. It's not as strong as the Bama one. But it is still there. Once again, just like the corner I talked about earlier, this dude can play on special teams. Absolutely will early on as a fifth-round pick. That's what you're expected from the Patriots. You're going to earn your workload. You're going to play in the positions that most people don't want to play in. This guy is a short yardage back, so nothing crazy, but – I believe he's a situational type of guy, not so great in space, but he's a run up the middle, grind away, just wear down the defense. And much like Ramondre Stevenson, I just think the Patriots can never have enough running backs. We have like six right now. Fuck it. Let's draft another one. Bill just keeps loading them in and they all end up being great. This guy was a big name all year. People love to talk about him. Michigan overperformed as compared to the last couple of years for him. And he was a huge part of that offense. He's one of those guys that he's like a Nick Chubb, but with a little less hype. He just strikes me as a guy that will come right in and contribute. If a team gives him the opportunity, the Patriots wouldn't give it to him right away. They'd make him earn it. But I think of eventually he could, could be that guy. Yeah. I like it. I I like that. I mean, as you know, I picked uh, I picked the guy too. So I think yep. that they could, I don't know, make sense picking a running back here, kind of, you know, trying to just, just fill the room. They always pick a guy, a specialist type of a running back, not your yeah. Ramondre Stevenson or Damian Harris that's going to, you know, take over the entire workload. I do think, yeah, they draft one of those more, um, more – like a situational, situational back, yeah, right? Situational exactly. backs. That's like, like a, this. A, another buzzword. So yeah, like a first and second down back, not so much a third. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, all right. Next, Patriots have. Let me just tell you what pick you are picking right now. Dude, the fucking screen keeps refreshing. I hate. You're on fire. I yeah. This is okay. So here we go. Six round. Pick number 183. Now, the Patriots have three picks here in the sixth round. Yeah. I don't think they use all of them, but whatever you think, because I think we're doing sixth round, whatever you think they're going to do with these six picks, you think they're going to draft multiple people, trade up, trade out, trade whatever you go. So what do you think they're going to do with the 183rd, 200th, and 210th pick? That's a lot. So I think (laughs) they only use the 180. 
80th or whatever it is. I think mm-hmm. they only use that pick. They trade the other two and move up in the draft. Where they do it, I don't know. But Bill's always up to something. If he's getting more picks, it's most likely not going to be for players. I think he's had the guys that he wants to draft with the original picks they had in mind for mm-hmm. a little bit. So now he's just getting more. Maybe as insurance, if one of the guys that he really likes gets taken, he'll use one of those, try and trade up for the second guy on his board. But with this, uh, I only had one pick for the sixth round, and that's – or what is it? Sixth round, right? But yep. Yes, sir. I only, had, I only had one pick because I truly believe they're going to trade the other two. That one pick is Cole Strange from the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. I think this guy's a big baller. Just another one of those guys, raw prospect, can come in, needs the right system. That's us. I keep looking for that mold because that's what the Patriots do. They want guys who fall in the draft that have the size, they have the potential, but they haven't met the potential. Patriots are a star building factory. And this dude can be an unbelievable offensive guard for us after we just traded Shaq Mason. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's kind of funny that you pick guard as well. Um, I think these are, these are the rounds where these are the rounds where he, he does this, he drafts them. So needs, I think now, I don't know. I, I think this might be the 200th pick. I think he trades the 183rd. That's the most valuable pick. I think he trades that packages. It maybe gets back into the fourth round or something to do whatever, or get a pick for whatever he wants to do. I don't think that they use a majority of these picks. um, We're both on the same page there. It's he's up to something. We just don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, no. Now I do think now just since you I'll say that I'll say that he uses two picks in it. Why not? 200 and 210. Um I think with the 200th pick he goes Aaron Frost, um guard from Nevada. Yes. Another I just, thought about I, him too. Saw everything he's played guard and tackle. I, I'm just versatility is kind of all that like Absolutely. jumps out at me here. Um he played right tackle, played guard. It, it doesn't matter where he wants to go solid guy he's not going to blow you away or anything um ben relatively with that versatility healthy. that almost makes it a stronger argument for him than it would be for cole strange who i took so i i almost lean toward that more if that's the case i didn't know he he did both yeah yeah no he did and again i guess he's more he's more he's a better fit at tackle but that doesn't mean anything i mean devin mccordy was a better fit at corner yeah. and now he's one of the best safeties in the league so and if like, he can play guard and tackle that means he can play left guard right guard the tackles get a little more complicated because left tackle is more important has different technique than the yeah. right tackle but i like to think he could probably play both with the right teaching yeah yeah now i i think that they make another pick I think this is the pick they somewhat reach, not really reach, but kind of this is a different one. Uh, USC guard Jalen McKenzie. This is more of your strict guard. You know, he yes. had, again, I feel like a lot of them move around a little bit when they first start in college, but this guy is a guard. He, he has played tackle before. So I guess if they need to, but everything I'm seeing here is that he is going to be a nice swing guard, swing tackle, swing lineman in the league. Nice, solid backup. I see him as like a Ted Karras type who can start a couple games if you need. He's a solid backup if he's there. Um, but I think this is where Belichick goes crazy with offensive guards. I mean, with offensive yep. linemen, because that's what he does. He finds the diamonds in the rough. So I think one of the three people we said or people we haven't even said, I think that there is a future starting offensive lineman in the fifth or sixth round. 
I think Belichick finds one, if not two, starting offensive linemen in the late rounds. Because again, that's, that's what he does. Shaq Mason came from there. I mean, like, it's just, I think Mike Unwenu as well came from there too, if I remember correctly. So Dan Copen was a uh, Dan Copen. That's what it was. I was trying to think of who so else it was. Dan Copen. Not as late, but late mm-hmm. out of uh, Boston College too. I didn't know he was a local. Oh, he went to BC. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, you know, huh? Did not know that at all. So, all right. So now we're going to the seventh round. Jesus. Now, this this is one of those ones. Let me see. Let me see. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go. And just because I, I don't know why this guy's name, whenever I've been looking, his name jumps out at me. And I think it might be because I've seen the last name before. Um, I'm going to go Notre Dame defensive end, Myron Tungavailoa Amosa. He's got a hyphen in the middle of his name. A couple of reasons here. The last name on the back of a jersey and I'm sorry, this is the last round, seventh pick, pick two, or seventh round, pick 245. I want to see that last name on a jersey. I love yeah. long ass names yep. that kind of do that. We'll At this point, around the back. Seventh round picks, I'm not I'm I'm looking for just something that might that might be good, might spark something there. Um, Mr. Myron, Tunga Vailoa. I don't think he's he he kind of looks like Tua, by the way, if you look at him, which is Wonder if there's any relation. Oh, yeah, he is right there. Uh, He's cousin of Tua. Okay. I can see that shit, too. Okay. I'm even more convinced. You know why Belichick does this? Just to fuck with Tua. He does that, and he he says all – he probably purposely fucks up the last name, like, whenever – like, the week the Pats play the Dolphins just to to mess with Tua's head. Oh, I'm Um, sure all season Bill's just talking shit about Tua to his cousin, just like, yeah, we play him. Can't throw 15 yards downfield. We're not worried about it. We're going to sell out to stop the run. He's just going to relay all this stuff to to Tua. Hey, cuz, hate to tell you, Bill's talking a lot of shit. It's going to get into his head. Yep. He's going to be like, yep. Bill doesn't think I could throw down fields. I'm going to throw down field. Meanwhile, That's Bill's going to be playing do. cover three the entire time. Exactly. Smoke him. It's all a chess game. Exactly. Bill. Bill, Bill. Bill's probably going to take Myron's phone, text Tua from yep. his phone, and be like, yeah. hey, Tua, Myron, uh, Bill says you suck at everything. So it's crazy. Bill said gonna be you were easy. pussy at practice today. Another out of nowhere. We weren't Bill even just... talking about it. We were running plays, and he's like, "Man, Tua's a pussy," and everyone's just like, "Tua, Doug Vailoa? talking about technique and everything." And all of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, yeah. uh, by the way, guys, that uh, Tua, <laughs> Tua Tunga go fuck you guy. He's kind of a pussy, huh?" <laughs> doesn't he suck? <laughs> yeah, and everyone's suck. just like, anyway. Anyway, burpees, 100 burpees. Uh, oh, want to know why else? The more I look at this guy's profile, there's no way he's not going to be here. So he's the brother, or no, not brother, cousin of Tua. Myron's brother, Adam, not going to say his last name, played offensive line at Navy. We know uh, how much. I, I mean, Bill's we, dad was a famous fullback for Navy. We know how much Bill values Navy. Like, come on, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, their hyphenated names are different, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Oh, hi. To, okay. That's cool. He's got uh, whatever 13 games, blah, blah, blah. Miss time. Yeah. He's kind of one of those guys. I mean, he had his best season last year, 25 tackles, uh, six for loss, two sacks, 12 starts. 
nothing crazy, but he's a guy you can just get. You're not expecting anything crazy. Uh, he runs a four, eight. He's quick, I guess. So that's nice. Um, so yeah, I, I, I take him even more now because his brother played at Navy. I think he is a get ready to see Tua. Nope. To, nope. Not Tua. Myron Tugavailoa Amosa in a Patriots uniform next year, terrorizing Tua Tugavailoa. Give me what him. a combination. Give me him. I love it. That, that's you some shit last storybooks. Last pick, sir. Seventh round, pick 245. Who you got? I think this guy gets taken before the seventh round. But there are a lot of concerns, just about all of them medical, but there are a lot of medical concerns on this dude. He is basically made of toilet paper that's been dunked in a pool. So that is why he is such a late pick. Wide receiver from Nevada, Romeo Dubes. And it's not just because his last name is slang for a joint, because that's fucking awesome. But unbelievable love player. that. Truly just a pleasure to watch play the game of football. This guy's moves off the line of scrimmage. Devontae Adams-esque, and I don't say that lightly. Like, I would oh. watch him just release from a press. I would watch that over and over all his games. It'd be better than boring. Like I'd, I'd be zoned in when the whole oh. world around me would fade out. I would be focused on this. He is unbelievable to watch footwork killer. And he can do some shit with that release. He's a speedster. This guy goes downfield. He's a killer deep threat. If there was ever a time to get some deep threats, it's now that max progressing. It's kind of what Devante Parker's for. I can see this guy is, Oh God. I hate to even bring up the name because this guy sucked. But remember Josh Boyce? Of course I remember Josh Boyce. Number 82, if I remember correctly. He was supposed, he was supposed to be a burner. Yeah, he was supposed to be a burner. And he just ended up sucking shit. This guy Burned reminds way me out of a town. lot like him. But yeah, exactly. He was a lot like him, or he is a lot like Josh Boyce, but with better footwork, about the same speed, and a little more medical concerns. I just think there's a lot of potential here. And he's got a fucking badass name, Romeo Dubes. He does, Romeo Dubes. I can, I can hear him big catch on third and 10. Dubes. Like that's just, I could, I could see it now. I Perfect. can see it now. Just yep. like, just like in the garden when Tuca used to make saves. Tuca, I could just see yeah. it. I would. Romeo, Romeo. How art it. thou, Romeo? Oh, oh, I can see it. commercials, dunks commercials. I can see yep. him being in that. Exactly. Uh, people going up to the thing, Romeo, Romeo. Then they get to the line, <laughs> Dubes. I can see it. So I think, um, okay. I, I, I like our draft. I feel, too. I feel I think confident. We just both I, th- I think we did now looking at the draft overall because, um, I mean, there's really not much else to talk about other than when the draft happens, which is tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening. Um, I, do, do you think this is kind of the final? Because I think Belichick even said what you say. He said, like, this is the final exam for the test or the final test that he has that the team has to pass and all that this year's draft. So he clearly thinks that this is this is kind of the the finishing touches on the team that he's building. I'm going to be honest. I think they just need to hit on two players and, I, and I'm fine with this draft because I just, they don't need, I mean, if you're looking down the line, tight end, they're good. Are you saying two players at a specific position or just two players in general? Like just give us two relatively good players. Or are you <sighs> saying we need a good guard or we need a good core? 
corner or we need a good safety like are you saying specific positions we need to hit on or hell if he just gets two studs anywhere it doesn't matter what position this two, is the one for me two hall of fame punters um no i they need if if he you get a solid starter at either linebacker or corner one of yep. those two i'll take now because again otherwise you fill the hole with veterans whatever you want to do and then give me a solid lineman, whether it's offense or defense. That's yeah. what I want. I want a solid player at both levels of defense or offensive line. That That's what I want. Everything else to me is gravy. Um, I mean, it's like still, obviously, you don't want just two good players and everybody else sucks. Like, that's not yeah. great. But if you can give me a starting linebacker or corner, as well as a solid offensive lineman, because you know there's going to be an injury there too. You just know what's going to happen. I will be relatively happy with this draft. If you throw in a receiver um, that can come in and contribute this year, whatever that happens to be, that to me is the icing on the cake. Um, I know everybody wants that. Like, you know, if they happen to get one of these big name guys, one of these surefire A plus hit guys, I'd be, I'd be ecstatic. But still, I think you need to get a linebacker or a corner. Out of those two positions, which one do you think is the most important to get? Because I think both of them are probably needs one, one A, one A, one B, right? I'd probably say yeah. for the team, yeah. regardless and of how you want to put it. That's the thing. That's why this is a tough question because we de- definitely need a linebacker. Juwan Bentley isn't going to hold down the middle of the field. I think our outside linebackers are fine for the most part, but we need. Yeah two competent middle linebackers holding Mm -hmm. down the middle one preferably a pass uh, coverage linebacker and then juan bentley's the big tackle guy Mm -hmm. linebackers big one but i think corner is the absolute need here like like i said on the show last night is malcolm butler the face of our cornerback room no i don't like that i i liked malcolm butler he was cool great story Mm -hmm. and he was very competent when he was our starting corner back in the day. He had a great year after the Super Bowl and just slightly got worse every year after that. But all the way through, he was solid. Like, I was never like, oh, my God, Malcolm Butler. Like, no, just never. get the fuck out of here. Never. No, he was never <laughs> that bad. And I don't think he's going to be that bad this year. But he's not our starting. Oh, God, look at Malcolm Butler in the corners. They are locking it down. No. And <laughs> look even at if Malcolm he's not Butler in guy, the corners. No. Yeah, no, like no. that doesn't have – and they're not going to be saying that about Jalen Mills. He, he can't no. cover a baby with a blanket. He can't stop a parked hey, car. Hey, he's, uh, he's not that. He's, he's hurt. He, yeah, come on. Calm down. I mean, he's you got great. Jonathan Jones. Jonathan Jones yep. is an awesome slot corner. I like him. But he – But Juwan he's... Williams is a failure. A failure. God, yeah, I yeah. Jawan Williams, a great size. I wish it worked out, but he's maybe he puts it, it together. But yeah, and then, you oh, know, Miles Bryant is a, a nice a story. And he's but, great hustle, great hustle player. He reminds me like a, a slightly less version of what Malcolm Butler was like in twenty seventeen, yeah. like mm-hmm. to, towards the tail end of his career. Like he just tries so fucking hard because Malcolm Butler was undrafted. Yeah, you know, they, they both just are trying to make the team scratching and clawing mm-hmm. for their career. And I love it. I love players that play like that. They deserve to be paid, but he's still not stellar. He's not fronting no. our core. So I think a cornerback is a far greater need. Even if it's a rookie, 
Like Andrew Booth building, that's a good face Ooh. of the cornerback room. You look yep. at Denver, they have Patrick Sertan Jr. That is the face of their cornerback room. Yep. He's a big baller, but he was he was the 13th pick or something like that. So that makes sense. Yeah, no, there was yeah, there was no way the pass were getting him. I I tend to agree, even though I had them pick a linebacker in the first round. But I just yep. think the the cornerback room, and I, I hate cornerback. I hate that it's so close to quarterback. I don't know yeah, who did confusing. that. But it pisses me off. Corners. Really didn't get through. You got Malcolm Butler, Jalen Mills, Jonathan Jones, Jawan Williams, Miles. Bright. Like nobody that really jumps out at you. At linebacker though, you got Judon. You got Jawan Bentley. You have Uche still around. Ronnie Perkins is coming off injury. Cam McGrone, yep. another guy who they have high hopes. You get a lot of guys coming off. Come, that that's the thing. And I think that's why that's a position of need, but not quite as much. Anthony Jennings as well is still around. Not yeah. quite as much as corner because you just strictly have more bodies in yeah. the, in the linebacker. And the thing is with the injuries of the linebacker, it's like one of them has to work out. There's like three dudes coming off yeah. injuries. One yeah. of them has to be competent. Like if, if we miss on all three, I feel like your chances of getting struck by lightning twice and dying are more likely than us missing on three yeah, it's, linebackers no, that we've been harboring. Especially Belichick missing on them too. I mean, and, and I like he's, I, I believe yeah. Ronnie Perkins was what from Oklahoma. I mean, it's not like he's taking these guys from, from, you know, well, I see, I can even say that because they got, what's his name? They got Duggar from Lenore Ryan. So it doesn't matter. And they took they Jamie Collins him. from Southern Miss. So like it, he, he doesn't always aim high. But when yeah. he does, he should hit them even more so. If he's picking these diamonds in the rough from shit schools, you mm-hmm. should home run on big schools. Yeah. Oh, and and they got Mac Wilson. They just signed too, who's a nice plug-in guy. You know, again, nothing, no name that's going to jump out at you, but just the linebackers. Sure, you want another just impact young stalwart pillar to be in there, but you can get him. Like you can get him next year if you want. If the guys yeah. don't pan out, like you know what I mean. Corner, I, I think you need someone there. I would like to, if they don't take a linebacker in the first round, or if they don't end up trading out of the first round, I would like to see them take a corner too, if there's one of them available. Yep. If they take a corner or a linebacker in the first round, starting the draft off happy. I'm pumped. Then almost the rest of the draft is like, all right, fuck it. Just start listing off names. I'm like, Ooh. I'm satisfied. Just yeah. hit one of the big needs. Yep. Yep. And, and I think that's it. Um, wide receiver, I'd like to see them take one. I don't not a need i mean the wide receiver room is fine right now i think you can roll yeah, in there if anything it's that. overcrowded well yeah i mean you got myers born Aguilar, and parker that those are four guys who are going to yeah. demand playing time because they're all solid they're all proven at di- in different different levels of provenity but and only all three proved- of them can play so it's like if you're getting a fifth wide receiver dude's not gonna sniff the field no 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 and you also have Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry too, that you have on the team. Like you can't, I know that Belichick is going to come up with some crazy things for this offense. He's not going to come out there with four wide receiver sets with two tight ends on the, well, actually he fucking might do it. He might put, he might put Johnny Smith in the backfield, him and Hunter Henry back there. I would, I would love that. That's why he's keeping Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry is going to be a tight end. That's why. Um, I mean, that'd be fucking terrible. Remember in the Ravens playoff game when Bill was just running a bunch of, not illegal formations, but uh, you know, eligible uh, receivers like that. Love so it. with an off, he ran that for like two or three drives and got yep. touchdowns on all those drives. And Harbaugh had, had no pay. idea what to do. 
was furious. And then they had to ban that. Like they, after that game, the Ravens complained and they said, you can't do that anymore. Yep. You can't yep. like do eligible receivers on multi back-to-back plays or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, some sort of thing they tweaked. I forget. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Of course. And the Patriots started that. So if Bill can do that, just for the fuck of it in a playoff game, like, you know what, let's switch to our legal offense. Imagine what he's going to do for a whole season. I can, I can absolutely see a bunch of wide receivers, a bunch of tight ends. He's just airing it out. I can see him five wide receivers out there. Like, like your right tackle, your right and your left tackle are Hunter Henry and Johnu Smith. And they, they both end up, end up releasing for some reason. And then you got eight (laughs) receivers, including your tight ends on the field with like four DBs. No one has uh, any idea what's going on. Yeah. Matt Jones gets pummeled as he's yeah, throwing a touchdown to a wide open. Hey, Hunter Henry. As long as you have Trent Brown blocking, that's all that matters. I he's would trust bad, Trent, Brown to, Trent Brown to block five guys. Oh, I I think he could take one guy and swing him around and just knock the everybody Patriots else. Have down. Four eligible receivers on the line of scrimmage blocking, <laughs> and, and Trent have- Brown. Definitely pass blocking. I hope. Just throw it. Just him, Trent Brown, David Andrews, just throwing everybody around. You just Imagine how much of a mindfuck that would be if they line up like four receivers from left guard to right tackle and then have Trent Brown. But instead of having them all release for routes, they just have Trent Brown release for a route. Everyone's like, really? You put the one dude we didn't think was going to run around out there? Yeah, like no one would know what to do. All you have to do is just get him the ball and just he just fucking. Because everyone's like, all right, well, we know Trent's blocking. Oh, my God. No, he's not. Everyone else is blocking. What the fuck? Like, like, don't even worry about him. Coverage comes off him. All of a sudden, Trent Brown, 75-yard touchdown. Yeah, they're like, holy shit, he's wide open. He's He runs a 4242. What the yeah. fuck is this? Like, oh my Johnson god! I would, I would love step that. And down the sideline, that'd be incredible. Trent Brown high stepping. That's what I need. I, I, I just have visions of Vince Wilfork doing that. You know what um, that reminded me of for some reason? Another what? quick trip down memory lane: the Danny Etling read option uh, in the oh, preseason god. when he Danny ran like Etling. seventy yards. I forgot oh, about that. I think that was the play name. that made people go, "Hey, Danny Etling." There's Good. something there. And then we caught yeah, him. <laughs> that's what it is. There's something there. You see one play. It's like, yeah. ah, there's something there with that Danny Etling. Yeah, next day. That guy can play. All over Twitter. Patriots cut Danny Etling. Yeah. You're right. like, oh, shit. I guess there wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that was it. That's what was there. <laughs> that one play. The one play. Uh, I don't know. Empty, I don't. Do you think. Uh, imagine if the Patriots draft a quarterback in like the sixth round. I mean. How long can we hold on to Brian Hoyer, though? I, I don't think it'd be ludicrous. Brian no, Hoyer right either. now, he has to take out his teeth before each game. He I he has to take out his teeth. Um, I, I see the value in him because he is like another Me coach too. back there. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. But yeah, there is. There, you can only re-sign him so many times, right? There has that to be. That guy like, might know the Patriot way more than Tom Brady and he, anyone he, else. He is the Patriot way. I think he that's is. what we're starting to realize. It was never Tom Brady. It was up. never Bill Belichick. It was never yeah. Gronk, Edelman, Troy Brown, Teddy Boosie. None of them. Brian fucking Hoyer. BFH. Brian fucking Hoyer. I'm pretty sure that's he was, was the third string quarterback behind Matt Castle back in the day, too. Like he's just hung around and hung around. Dude, and Matt Castle is over here on, on Boston Sports Talk Radio, and he's got his he's, own little show now. Meanwhile, Brian Hoy is still yeah. out there, third, fourth preseason game, doing his thing. Yep. <laughs> chucking the there, ball throwing, around. Throwing one tub, no picks, handing the Do ball you, off 18 times. 
when was it? Two years ago. Remember that game where he it was like the end of the half and he just forgot how to use timeouts or forgot how many timeouts against there the were. Chiefs. That was atrocious. I think that was the only time I've ever actually been mad or really felt any sort of emotion towards Brian. Yeah. I was like, you can't you you can't be like a veteran and forget and do the that. rules. Like, I like get it. You, you play you, like once every two years, but please come on. Yeah, you got one but job. Don't give me that. You play Madden. You know, the fucking yeah. rules, Brian, yeah. come on, Brian, Brian guy. He is really like, no one really has any comments on him. Not good or bad. They're just kind of like, Oh yeah, he's there. He looks like one of those extras that they put in 2k when they don't, Yes, you know, that's like just on, like on a six. classic team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where they yep. like ball, they're bald, no hair, no eyebrows, and they just sit there and they're terrible in the yeah, game. Yeah, just like sit there and they're like yeah. slightly moving as they clap when there's a three. They're like, Yep, yep, yep. Every once in a while they'll be involved in like some weird handshake with your player, yep. like doing exactly. Some weird thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. That's Brian Hoyer. He's a fake player. He's a robot. I think he that's is. what it is. He's an MPC. He is a robot that Belichick created so he could be every he could be two places at once. That's Belichick's thing. I could see that, but uh, yeah. So I, I think this, this draft, um, I am more excited than anything. Cause I want to see what they do. I don't really yep. have, I don't know what to expect. The, the word around the league is that like, you know, the first 10 picks, everything's up in the air. The entire draft is in flux. When things are in flux, I trust Belichick to write the ship. He is steady in that storm. I'm pumped. Damn right. As long as you draft a corner or a linebacker, that's a solid starter. Everything else to me is kind of gravy at that point. Um, I got, I got nothing else to say about the draft. Do you have any final thoughts, final wishes, outlooks, everything on the draft before we get the F out of here? Draft Romeo Dubes. Romeo Dubes. Romeo Dubes and whatever his name was, Batty. My guy. We'll have Dubes and yep. Batty on the team. Dubes and running Batty. all things. Batty Dubes. Draft draft uh, to his cousin. And I think th- that's the that's the way to success. I think yep. that's how you do it. Um, sounds like an undefeated season sweeping the playoffs, Super Bowl. Sounds see, sweeping the playoffs. Speaking of sweep, fuck you, Kyrie. Have to have to say that. Testify. Um, yep. Yep, can't 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 win without Ben Simmons. I guess that's no, the that's the big not. thing. Well, Ben so, Simmons is the real winner here. <laughs> he is the real winner. He's like you guys he's lost. cashing in to do I fucking didn't nothing. Lose. Yeah, he's like I didn't lose twenty shit. million bucks just to sit you there and dress like a goof. Paid, yeah, dress like a bag of skills. I'm like, dude, please. You, that's probably why they suck. His highlighter clothes are distracting yeah. him on the sidelines. Yeah, like the like the glare hits Durant in the yeah, eyes. Like he's trying to hit a three. Jacket on. You're like, dude. Take that shit off. Very weird. He looked like he was trying, I don't know, trying to dress like Elton John, like old school yeah. with like all this vibrant colors. Just stop. <sighs> Just wear a suit, sit down, don't draw attention to yourself. You don't even want to play ba- basketball anymore. Exactly. Dumb. Dumb boy. Dumb boy. But um, cool. So I hope, hopefully, the Patriots kick ass on this draft, draft a few quality people. Good to go. Do not draft a punter. That is, I feel like, the one thing that Liam wants to let everybody Please. know. No punter. Um, so we'll see. Of the NFL draft. We we will see next time we are on here. We will be back to weekly programming now. I think there there's plenty of stuff to talk about now. Every Wednesday, uh, barring some sort of crazy thing, you will get an episode from us early in the morning. Go to wherever you get podcasts. It'll be right there. Um, for Liam McDade, I'm Mike Sullivan. This was Tuck Rule Takes presented by Couch Guy Sports. Go to couchguysports.com. Check that out. I will be blogging more when the Patriots start playing. Uh, Al kind of threatened us on Legends Lingo that we both are <laughs> going to have to blog more. So you will see oh, more, more blogs. I don't know. He said <laughs> these guys. I don't know who he was looking at. I, can, I can't tell because of the thing. But 
I know I used to blog twice a week. Then all of a sudden I was like, Hey, I kind of am sad. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to blog. Um, I can't write. So anyway, that's right. I will ghostwrite for you. I'll write four blogs a week. It'll be all of us. It'll be good. Um, but yeah, tuck rule takes, check us out next week. Um, full draft recap. That's what next week's episode is going to be barring some crazy trades, some crazy other news. Um, but yeah, let's go Pats. Uh, 2022 draft. Get hyped. Let's go. Yep. Celtics in four. Celtics in four. Celtics in four. Fuck Kyrie. We out. Sweet feet. Sweet feet.